I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. It's mutinyradio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're here for the Joke Workshop every Monday. It's uh, it's really great because we're definitely socially distanced. Only a couple comics here today, which is fine. Um, that's the way it's supposed to be. Everybody stay safe. Uh, um, on the, the microphone is there. We can bring it on the stage. There's gloves in the bag by the door. There's also hand sanitizer. So um, if you don't have your own mic condom or you don't have your own microphone use a paper towel and cover it or one of those gloves that works it's all good and uh so so that it always works here at the joke workshop you're gonna do your jokes take notes people who are here and uh we'll give each other like fun tags you can ask questions if you're working on something and you want to see like what's going on where and etc etc um all right and it's Mutiny Radio. Tell me your name again, sweetheart. I haven't seen you in months. Ian, that's right. Back in the day, like eight months. We haven't seen you in like eight months. He hasn't done stand-up in six months. This is very exciting. Yes. Oh, hey, Brady. Yay. Brady, it's good to see you. All right. Well, we have three comics here now. Well, four, including me. And so we can get started. We have a quorum. Remember, take notes. Stay socially distanced. Uh, be cool. Ian, we'll have you go up first because you're the first one here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. Yay. I remembered your last name, right? It's Langland. Yay. Well, it's good to know I'm memorable to some extent. <laughs> Hello, test. Okay, cool. Okay. It's been a little bit. So give me a break, please. Um, I only have Corona jokes. I know everyone's probably tired of them, but whether you like it or not is what I have. Um, so um, I remember, I mean, this has been like a, I mean, I, I, you, everybody said it enough. This has been the craziest, what, seven months? A lot of people have experienced, and I remember the day that everything got serious was when 
Tom Hanks got COVID. And when Tom Hanks got COVID, it blew everybody's mind. And it was like, oh, like, this is like a real thing. Because at that point, we thought if you got COVID, you're dead. So when, when Tom Hanks got it, it was like, oh, this is some real, like, shit that we got to start dealing with. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'll tell you this, because I, I knew, like, in my heart, Tom Hanks was going to be okay, because I, I've seen him overcome being stranded on an island, AIDS, autism, and World War II like three times. So uh, for him, I think he was gonna be okay. Um, and when, he, when it happened, it was like, we need a cure, like everybody, like we need to get a cure for Tom. Like it was all about Tom, Tom, Tom. And then there was like a week later, it was like uh, Weinstein got COVID and everybody was like, all right, you know, let's roll it back a little bit on the testing, you know. Do everything you can. If it takes a few years for a vaccine, it's going to be okay. Because for every Tom Hanks, there's always, always a Weinstein. The yin and yang, you could say. Um, and like we knew nothing about the virus at first. Like, and everything, like socially, everything changed. And it was like we couldn't even walk past each other on the street. Like people would step off the sidewalk, and it was like literally a week prior, that'd be the most disrespectful thing to do. And then it was something we all of a sudden like had to accept. It was like, okay, you know. I guess that's what we got to do now. And it would be like, you'd be walking down the street, somebody would step off and you'd be like, okay, like you think I have corona? Like, like don't you, like I'm the one stepping off the sidewalk because I think you have it. it. So, you know, give me some respect. Um, um, I'll skip that one. Oh, yeah. And then, okay, so I got a funny story. So um, a couple months ago, I was waiting in line when they were doing lines for like Safeway and Trader Joe's and all that stuff. I was waiting in line uh, at Safeway and this, the security guard was like, he would let people in and he let everybody in normally. But then when it got to me, it was like the most intimate interaction I've had with a stranger where he just kind of like, he looked to his left, he looked to his right, he like winked at me and then he like beckoned me in under his hand. And I was like, okay, like, um, you know, like what, do, what are we trying to get into here, buddy? Um, so he let me in and I was like, um, um, I was like, I felt so bad because I was like, it felt like he like did me a favor because he was like, I usually don't do this for people, but you know, for you, I'll do anything. I'm like, I'm just getting groceries, sir. So I felt like I had to repay him. So, you know, naturally, I just like sucked his dick in the produce section because, you know, I had to, I, I had to give him something, but uh, it's okay. I, I used hand sanitizer as lube. It's CDC approved. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my way of flattening the curve. Uh. Remember, <laughs> um, and then remember when, when Trump suggested to uh, like consume disinfectant? I thought that was like the most out of pocket shit. And it was like, and now I think about it, I think we should all give it a try because at this point, like, what do we got to lose? Like our life? Like it's not even that big of a deal anymore, really, at this point. Um, because uh, imagine if that shit worked, then I like I have to be the one that corners the market on like selling dime bags of Clorox, because that's something that I feel like that's a that's a underutilized um, black market trade. Um, skip that. One. Okay, I'll do one more. Um, let's see. It, it it got bad when we when I realized for me when I realized that we beat Italy in cases per capita because like. That's like just so fucked up because Italians spread bacteria like it's like a sport. Like they have no personal space at all. It was like almost as if they're like trying to spread this goddamn virus. Like you ever seen like two Italians like interact with each other? It's so gross. They'll just be like, 
oh, Lorenzo, it's been a too long. Come here. And they'll just start, like, making out with each other. And you're just like, whoa, buddy. Like, I'm just trying to say hello. <laughs> and then um, and then it would just get so weird. And, like, just Italians, just in general, like, like I, I don't know what it is with them. Like, I don't know whatever happened to just, like, a handshake or a wave to say hello or goodbye to someone. They always got to up the ante. So I would blame everything that's wrong in the world right now on Italians. And that's all I have to say. Ian Langlands, racist to Italians. All right. I'm, you a, quarter, really I'm a quarter Italian. Okay. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd preface it with that. Okay. Uh, you're really lucky that Alessandra wasn't in the room because she's like literally Italian. Oh. And she'd, start, she'd, be, she'd be razzing you so hard right now. She'd be like, I am Italian. Uh, she'd be like, your accent is for shit. <laughs> I have my accent's for shit too. Um, I only have a couple things. That all that Tom Hanks stuff, I think it's really great, and I'm glad you used the movies ideas through the because I tighten up the top a little bit more, mm -hmm. and then get to those because those are good punches. Like the movies, you've seen him do these things, okay. and then I would end that with any Tom Hanks impression you can do, okay. like even a bad one, or okay. like, y y or you know, you can be like Wilson, like anything, okay, right? And that's the only thing he says in that movie, I think, right. at one point, yeah, but. Choose, do a Tom Hanks impression, because you've got, like, that joke is almost there. It needs a big punch at the end. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be an act out. Okay. Um, the thing with the guy letting you in, that was a really great story, and the, the little come-hither hand, yeah, I really yeah. like that. I think it's too hard just going for the sucking dick. I would, like, say, so I gave him my grinder profile, or so I made a – so while I was in the produce, I made a grinder profile and I oh. gave it to him on the way out and winked at him or something. Okay. I feel like you you kind of go too hard in the paint, like with okay. the. So I just sucked his dick in the. Yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> like um, Andrew Dice Clay. Like, okay. So I sucked his dick in the produce. Yeah. Only Andrew Dice Clay could do that. I mean, you can, but you can get there eventually. Yeah. I just, you know, just don't get to the, ch you know, the, the hard chub so fast. I'd be like, I'd soften, soften into it. Okay. I've. I've heard the punchline hand, hanor, hand sanitizer is lube before, so just oh, you so have? you know, I've, I've heard that, yeah. Okay. From people. Seems I like easy. the flat and the curve. I like that okay. you're doing your part to flatten the curve. And then just one last thing is that um, you said lines of Clorox, but Comet is actually the powdered form of bleach. Okay. So, like, if you, it's what you clean your bathroom. You can see we have some in our bathroom. You can look at it. It's in a little green thing, mm -hmm. and you have powder, and you use it in your toilet, and it's made with bleach, but Clorox technically is liquid. Okay. So, you, when you're saying lines of Clorox, I think you mean lines of Comet. Okay. This is, but this is so. Oh, yeah, I said dime bags. Yeah, a dime bag. A dime bag, bag of Comet. Okay. Because it's okay. a cleanser well, with. Do the enough people know what Comet is? Yeah, yeah everybody. Okay. Really? Okay. 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 Cool. Uh, everybody. I did an Italian joke, yes. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands. He's back. But you can't even stay. He's back. I'm glad, I'm glad you're back, Ian. I'm sorry you had to be away for so long. He's wearing pasta face. That's what he's doing. People put on their pasta face like glasses. Pasta face? I have no idea what they're saying. All right, your next comedian. She's Italian. Clap your hands together. It's Alessandra Valentini. Yeah.
Let's continue some Italianity here since we are in the Italian flair. And um, I don't think I've got anything, anything new, completely new. It's all going to be old jokes that I'm going to redo. So, yes, I'm Italian from this little town in the middle of, you, of Italy. It's called Rome. You heard of it? Which is really cool because being from Rome, you know, it's like... Um, you come with all this thing, the crazy Italian bitch, but you also come with this genetic disease, you know? It comes with a whole set of things, you know? It's called um, Roman Catholic guilt. Yeah, it's a real genetic disease. It's been genetically engineered by the church to make you feel like shit about everything. So you become guilty for everything. And uh, you're gonna go to hell for everything. So since you're going to go to hell for everything, because the standard drops at the guy eating an apple. That's the, so everything below that, you're a fucking sinner. <laughs> so you might as well sin big, have a lot of fun, because you're going to go to hell anyway. So have a lot of fun. And um, especially if you have a fun, you're going to hell. Or if you have sex, or if you're a woman, then you're really gonna go to hell. The VIP line, down to hell with Satan. Yes, that's it, all the Italian bitches down there. And of course, all the other women too, because you know, for them it doesn't matter. As long as you're a woman, hell. With all the thing, which, you know, we wish it was that simple, but yeah, no, you gotta be really a horrible person to go to hell, according to my hell standards, right? I'm thinking, like, Satan must be so tired of whipping asses for all those motherfuckers that are in hell. You know, he might want to hire one of those uh, dominatrix, right? A dom that goes and whip asses all day. And then I'm like, wait a minute. If I was a dom in life, would I want to be a dom next to Satan in the afterlife? Would you want to? Would you want to? Would you want to be also after life whipping ass? I'm like, wouldn't you be tired? It's like, give me something else, man. Give me like something. Can I build a Lego structure or pet some kitten? Put me in the kitten departments. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, so, you know. Um, yeah, so um, Italians are also pretty crazy. That's true. I, I thought I was so crazy being Italian because I always been called crazy and now it became the crazy bitch and then it becomes the crazy white bitch I'm like okay so it is a it's an evolution of my thing and I'm like but I'm not white I'm Italian you see I'm yes a, I, yes technically I look white right but you know but in, in Europe we got the 50 shade of white from the Caucasian like the the the, the Icelander, the Norwegian, all the way to North Africa. And we're all kind of whitish. And we all like have this array, you know. So I'm not really white. I'm like a cappuccino strip, you know, a cappuccino white thing. Yeah. Yeah, the cappuccino, like Italia is a strip of land. We got the cappuccino strip over there. It goes darker on the south, I mean, a little more foamy, milky on the north. But it's pretty cappuccino. Um, yeah, so my craziness, I went to the doctor once and uh, he was like, you know, doc, I need something that normalizes me because I think I'm fucking crazy and I need something that makes me feel more, you know, more American 
normal. She's like, there is nothing normal in America. But if you really want to feel more American, you can get yourself a pickup truck, get yourself a gun, maybe a redhead, whatever you can feel like that. That's it. And then you're going to be pretty much American. I'm like, no, no, doctor. I need something like a medication or one of those things. And, and he's like, no, no, Miss Valentini, you see? You are Italian, so just go home and cook some pasta or yell at your boyfriend, throw a plate or two. I'm like, okay, you serious? I'm like, no, I want the medication. So he gave me this medication. And a half a day later, my friend come visit me. And I'm on the couch like this. And he's like, what's going on with you? Life is not worth living. I think I'm just fine. Everything is, what the fuck is going on? What, this is not you. This is not okay. What's going on? I just started this new medication. The doctor says it'll be over in two weeks and then I'll finally feel okay. So can you believe that you have to go two weeks to feel like shit that you want to kill yourself to actually normalize and become kind of normal because you're still taking a pill every day to feel that way. And I stopped immediately. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to go on with those pill thing. I stopped right away. And because, you know, in Italy, we don't believe that you can actually make happiness through a pill. We believe you can do it through food, through yelling at somebody, through getting, that's the way, but through a pill? No, thank you. And I think that's all for me, darling. I, you know, I can go on and on, but I have to tide all my things. I need time to listen. Tied in the things and uh, Alessandra Valentini, everyone. Thank you, Yay. Yay. Tell me, Kapam. Um, so, I like all the hell stuff, but I would maybe describe, give give hell like one sentence of description before you get to the dominant, what like what Italian hell is. Yeah. Um, also, my idea. So that they have, like, it, it involves these three things. Because you're going to give yourself a punchline in there. Yeah. And then with the dominatrix stuff. And then you said, like, where are all the kittens? If there were kittens in hell, you'd probably have to, like, skin the kittens. Right. So I don't know if you want to be in the kitten section of hell. Because you probably have to, like, you know, skin put, put yeah. stakes through their little baby hearts while it's they true. look mm. at you. So I'd, I'd um, think That's about your concept idea. of hell. That's and a great what idea. What that too. happens. And that I was down with all of that, and then um, the crazy Italian with the pills—that kind the, of the I haven't done session, that in a well, long time. It's like it's like you're taking us through your therapy session. It just needs a couple punchlines, I think. Like, and you didn't say so you said, "Oh, instead of the pill, we can make a plate of pasta." That's funny. The other one, but I would say sex, maybe like. Yes, sex. You could yell at that's your boyfriend. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I forgot you that one. Sex. We don't yes. take pills. We have we sex. yell, and that's how crazy we're Italian women yell and yell and yell, and then they have. Sex. They cry right. and then they have sex for. What the cry? Yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Something. Yeah. Add that on there. But that was that was good news stuff. I like it. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. You've got, you're thank on the right track. You. Thank you. Does uh, anyone else have comments? You guys have comments? Yeah. Anybody comments? Come on. Poor Italian guy, please. <laughs> really? I think I chopped it up like an axe. We call it axe, mate. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Because Dante wrote the whole comedia for that. Ah, razor-covered Legos. Razor covered Legos. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. Like, when you said like hell, Legos are. Well, hell. I guess that's where I was thinking razor. 
razor covered Lego. Lego. The razor. Oh, so that you cut your hands while you're while doing you're it. Making that. Oh, right, because so hell is a bad place, right? So yeah, you can be creative there with. There's no pleasure in hell. Yeah. No pleasure at all. No. Their Legos made of bees. Pleasure, right? So hell Le is all about denying pleasure. Yeah. Legos made of bees. Right, <laughs> Legos made of like razors and bees. Or, like, poop and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mustard, wax, like, wax. those things. That really, like, yeah, that really hurt. Oh, razor Legos. Thank you. And. I was going to ask you something that was going yeah. to, I, I, I don't know how to get those podcasts. Oh, I uh, need to go through it. Like I can, I it's just, you copy it's just I go the to website. the, okay, because yeah, last week I did a nice uh, little set on this open mic. I'm this, oh, okay. uh, they're all, they're workshop, workshop and they're all there. I need to kind of, I need to get it. Listen to it, that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, everybody put your hands together for Alessandra Valentini. Yay. And your newest comedian to the fold, everybody. This is the third time he's ever performed. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady! Oh, this is so hot. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. For those of you at home, I'm putting a condom on this microphone, and it's so sexy. I don't know if you can feel it sliding on, but, boy, I can't. Ooh, God, that, that got me really excited. You know, my friend here was earlier was talking about um, this COVID sex, this kind of thing that we've been going through recently, right? Well, I mean, it's the hottest if you can't have it, I guess. I mean, we're a bunch of thirsty bastards. Well, I mean, everything's forbidden right now. Like, I remember being a faggot, being able to walk out anywhere and being able to, like, pick up any kind of shape, but now it's like, <laughs> not for you, bitch. Not for you. I mean, my God, everything is a desert. We walk out and it's like, gay men, we can't even cruise anymore. We can't do any of that. You know what I mean? We're walking out, we got masks on. How can I put it through this mask? How can I do that? What is my life as a gay man like? Am I gay anymore? It's really hard to tell. Okay, I have no idea anymore what that's like because uh, we are all so thirsty, right? I mean, oh my God. I mean, are there any, I mean, we are all so thirsty. I mean, are there any straight guys here today? Okay, so I want to ask you this question. This is, this is the bit that I've been kind of working on. It's like, okay, so there are a lot of straight men that are going, we have nothing in common. You freak me out. You guys like the dick? Da da da, blah blah. You want it in me? And I was like, you know what? There's one thing that we're missing, that you're missing, that we all share. We all want to stick it in something, right? That's the one thing that we all get. We're like, oh my god. You think we have nothing in common? Like, don't you wake up in the morning going, where was it? Where did I put it? Is it? Oh, it's still here. But oh my god, what did I stick it in last night? Did it, did it bring something home with you? You check the bathroom, you check the bedroom, you're like, what did I bring home? And then you find out, of course, it could be anything. I mean, even like sucking a dick in the, in the grocery store. <laughs> right? But that's not kind of where we're going. But we're all talking about, like, we have this uncontrollable thing. <laughs> so the next time I see you at the party, will you know that almost every guy has that in common? I'll look at you going, and you, what, what, what even matter? Like, you close your eyes, you don't care what you stick it in. Right? I mean, how many times have you been at a party and your friends are like, close your eyes. Does it really matter who's on the other end of the airplane? <laughs> you know, you're just sticking it in. And that's the one thing that I feel like we have got in common. So that's, you know, instead of this age of differences and putting this away in partisanship, like, let's just remember we have that one thing. And we're, you know, and we like to put it. So that's kind of my, that's my first bit there. And then I'm going to try the Brady Bunch thing again because I just want to work on it. Um, so I know I look fantastic. I know I do. I'm 50. 
I keep saying that because I have to keep saying I'm a faggot and live to be 50 in the age of COVID and HIV. So yes, I look fantastic. And so also those like, so I also grew up in the 1970s. And for those of you millennials who even know that was, that's really far down on the credit card expiration date. <laughs> so really far down. And so I grew up in the age of the Brady Bunch. Hey, hey, come on in. And um, so it was just like, so the kids, you know, in school were really kind to me. They were really nice. They were just like, oh, and of course, I'm walking around and I have hair of gold, like their mother, right? Mm, very sweet. And they never asked me, like, which guy I was. It's always, are you Jan, Marsh or Cindy? Which one are you, Brady? You want to tell us what happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady? Come on. Tell us what happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady. Ugh. So after, like, you know, months and months and months, and I think I'm probably eight, maybe, I turn around, and I'm just like, so, do you really want to know what happened on the Brady Bunch today? Are you sure you're ready for it? And yes, they are gathering around these little motherfuckers. They are gathering around me. It's like, all right. So then I told them how Alice really likes her meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happened with Greg and Mike and the Johnny Bravo scenario up in the attic? And what really happened with Cindy, Kitty, Carroll, and Tiger in that doghouse? And don't even ask me where they really put those earrings. Okay? Those were hard to get out, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, where they found those in that crevice. This is all a true story. And so by the time I was done, these kids were just like, <laughs> and sadly, well, that's that they never asked me again after that. But that's why I'm here telling it to you. Um, and so guys, thank you so much today. Um, my name is Brady Pearson. If you liked it, just let me know. And if you didn't, again, blame it on Pam. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Yay! Brady! Oh, I took the condom off. You're so it comfortable on used. stage. That's really awesome how comfortable you are on stage, especially since you're so new. It's really great. Um, the only thing I would add is like, you were almost there with examples at the party. S close your eyes and stick, and suddenly your dick's in the guacamole. Okay. Something like that, or the ranch dip hurts my pee hole. Something, I don't know. Um, you will, and the one other thing, you will always get an applause break when you do the HIV coded COVID and and use your own uh, F word as a gay as a gay dude, which is your right, and I'm not going to say it because it's not my word. Mm -hmm. uh, but you will always, after you say the who survived HIV, I'm 50 year old who survived HIV and COVID, just take a break after that because everyone will clap for you every time. You oh will really? always get a you'll you'll absolutely, and you can even play with that. If people don't clap, you're like, oh, so you want me dead? Is that what you wanted oh, in yes. the 80s? And you're all. You're all fine with that. You hate, you hate my people or whatever. You know, so it gives yes. you an opportunity to either get the applause break that they're going to give you, or to take the, to to take the route of attacking them for okay. not giving you an applause break. I love it. Thank you so yeah. much. Any other? Any other comments? Uh, I was just saying, like with, with the the part where it's like, um, go up and kick him like a whore. I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like at some point in his mind, would be a whore of a whore. Okay. It's just like he's kind of like tied up. Yes. Um, Yeah, everyone likes anal sex now. <laughs> Everyone's, we're all fluid at this point, I guess. I don't know, I know, the fluids. As long as the guy who's like this, like, 
Yes. The only time smaller is better. Uh, everybody clap again for Brady. Yay! She's back. She's back in the fold, everybody. Put your hands together for Sierra Frost. There's uh, gloves in a plastic bag by the door that you can use. Uh, or throw a piece of paper towel over it. Whatever makes you feel. Taking all the money. I don't know. There's it's there's a bag. There's a black bag filled with plastic gloves. There we go. Yay! Safety. I'm trying. Otherwise, he can't see how Jewish I am. Oh yes, another year. <laughs> what could we possibly need less than that? Oh my God. Um, I was not prepared for feedback night, but here goes some half-baked stuff. I'm so depressed. Um, true, that's true, I'm so depressed. Uh, my husband moved out a few days ago, and a few weeks ago, my grandmother, who is like a mother to me, died in my arms. Um, and then today, I'm fucking driving down Valencia, and I see this place called Mixed Salad Lounge. I'm like, look, okay, like, okay, okay. Okay, I'm having trouble getting out of bed in the morning, you know what I mean? And like, humanity is really beautiful and precious and fragile, and we're all in this together, and don't fucking call it a salad lounge! <laughs> There's no such thing as a salad lounge. Um. We need to be a little bit more honest, I think, about how much we like being lied to. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I can think of times every single day where I could use just some nice little lies. Um, recently, in order to deal with my fucking self, I got uh, acupuncture. Yeah. And they uh, stuck some needles in me and I laid there alone in a room for like 37 minutes listening to new age music, which for those who don't know, is when a guy with a ponytail plays what he is absolutely sure is traditional Chinese music on his Casio tone forever. Um, and I, I didn't really get a lot out of it. It didn't fix any of my woes. Like, I guess I got like, the absolute sense of being full of needles and 150, wait, sorry, it says here, negative $150. Sorry, that's not, that's not funny yet, but it will be. It's gonna be maybe with your feedback, Pam. All right, and this is an impression that I'm working on that, um, that is not really a good fit for radio, but I'm just gonna do it really quick. I've been working on my impression work a lot. Um, so I was reading in the newspaper um, that there was gonna be a book fair. Um, 
So this is my, or no, 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 sorry, it's a book festival. This is my impression of a person at a book festival. Person at a book festival. For those of you on the radio, um, you know, just imagine I'm doing something funny. Okay. person at a book festival. All right, those are all my, those are all my silly new ones. I, I didn't write down other ones I would want to do, so that's going to be Sierra Frost, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! <laughs> oh, do I stand here while you... I mean, if you want to, you don't... I have to. Okay. Um, first of all, how do I look? Amazing. Good, right? Yeah. Really good, like almost too good. Yeah, actually, I can't believe yeah. your husband, what a, what a jerk. Why did he leave? I can't imagine. Oh, because I made him. Oh. Yeah. All right. But it was um, a lot of fun getting there. It you was know? <laughs> so fun. That's a whole right there. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. I'm not ready. I'm not ready She's not ready to bring it up. <laughs> I, I, I really liked that it's, you started with the depressed thing, because it's such yeah. a hard thing to open with but it paid off, yeah. like, yeah. it's, I was like, where is she going? Is she okay? Oh, like, you were wondering if I was really gonna just do that. I, yeah, and then you saw, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's such a difficult place to start and you overcame it that I was like, wow, and it got me, I, I feel like it's, it's an unusual way to, st it's, a, it's a unique way to start and I liked it. Also, just yelling at, there's a salad lounge, it's such a, those are ridiculous words to put together. And I feel like you go farther than that, like salad bar, I get tossed salad is fine. You just as many salad things as you can put together. And then like but salad salad but salad lounge? And you can even if you don't get too loud at the top, you can escalate, escalate, escalate up to that. Like as you. But that was I as a concept, I was so like it was so fun and unusual that I was just like, yes. But and your poor grandma, I'm like, God, her grandma died. What? That's so. It's true. That <laughs> really so happened. Wow, yeah. that's really intense. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm excited that you're, you're back to doing comedy. Yeah. yeah I mean, so did it take? It took your, it took the breakup of the marriage to be like, I'm gonna start doing this again. Uh, no, no, he didn't have me in the basement. Oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> I just, um, I'm trying to figure out how to like myself again. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah. I hear that. I understand that. Yeah. Long ways to go there. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is definitely not it. I, <laughs> I hate this version of myself, too. So. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just cute. teasing. The cute Aww. sweatpants version? Yeah. All right, guys. All right. I like myself a little bit. See, that's the good thing is like, so like the male gaze is gross, but the male gays are so nice, and they always give you compliments. I love the male like, gays. Like, I love the male I gays. I really do. I really do. Yeah. They're so nice. But Not to generalize, but, like, yeah. misogyny, but love the male gays. I know. It's so sweet. Other, other comments for Sierra? I really love, I really love, like, I just want to echo again, Pam, like, I love how you opened up with the I'm depressed, your moment, and then how you linked it up to this pain. It's really, really good. 
until you can add any of those things Yeah, yeah. would be fantastic. So, you know, like, even if one thing when you're ready to toss that you drove your husband out, I'm here for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, like, therapy session on Mondays. It's fine, girl. I'm here for that. It's so hetero and boring. You really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever you think it is, it's that. Hetero and boring. Well, I, if, if you ever want to have socially distanced coffee, I was with my ex-husband for seven years, and then we got divorced, too. Seven years. So, seven years. Hey. So, and, like, you know. Hey, here's a question, though. Do you put a mask on your child? Uh, no, he's three. He's three. Well, no, and he's deranged, so. He's what? He's deranged. Oh, he's deranged. deranged. He wouldn't wear a mask anyway. No, no, all three-year-olds like, are deranged. I'm a baby. No, no. no. no gotcha. Yeah. I just, I'm just curious because, like, I've seen some parents do it and some parents not, and I'm just cons- I'm just questioning like what the protocol is as a parent. And you're just like, he won't wear it, not gonna have it. If you have a kid who wears it, let him wear it, you know. Yeah. But no. If you studded it, made it all yeah. cute, yeah. Put some fairy yeah. wings on it. Yeah. My my kid barely consents to clothing, so <laughs> that's what we're. That is. Do you have that written down? That's a hilarious joke. Oh. My kid barely consents to clothing. I just feel like when I talk about how I have a kid, um, the like sad guys in the audience who like were like, oh, maybe I would fuck her, don't want to fuck me anymore. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another joke. Right <laughs> that's another <laughs> joke. Yeah. Those are both really good jokes. But yeah. Yeah. And then maybe I could just talk about how like, I don't like I don't know what makes me fuckable. Like I have pretty good credit, you know. Like it's not. <laughs> This your set okay. just keeps getting hotter. Okay, it I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hotter. before I get not funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sierra Frost. I did, I did that in Portland, Mike, and it killed, and it's bombed every time in San Francisco. Because so. <laughs> no one knows how to read. No one reads. Yeah, you're a witch. That's weird. No, I'm kidding. Also, I think the people, they are that stupid that if you actually say, oh, look, look, my book. Yeah. And you actually give a little bit of pride that with a little narration of, like, what you're actually doing also for the people at home. Right. Oh, it's my fancy book. I like that it was mime. You I thought like the mime thing actually works. I thought it was funny silent. Yeah, I like it silent. Clap your hands together, everybody. Sierra Frost. Well, there it is, the joke workshop. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We do this on Mondays. Um, We always start at 6 because there's this great open mic in Alameda that um, is really great, and so I try to jam over there. And we'll be figuring out, I mean, who knows what's going to happen after COVID. Uh, But thank you all for being here. We have another open mic on Fridays at 6 o'clock, and then we have the outdoor show at 7 I'm trying to start a new open mic on Sunday afternoons outside at 4 o'clock. I did that yesterday, but only two people showed up, so we just kind of hung out and drank some wine. (laughs) Here, yeah, everything's here. Um, So, yay. So, uh, most of you, everybody, again, thanks for being here. Yay, bye. I am Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini. And before that, 
the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. 
1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please. This is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. That song is called Acid and Fapping. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. based on a poem by a local San Francisco uh, poet named Pan Benjamin. She wrote an absolutely lovely piece for the Poets 11 series. It's called Lot's Wife. This is fun. <clears throat> this goes out to Megan Lynch.
the cronies in Washington agree. Except for Washington and it's the cronies. We must unite. We must unite. We must unite. Stand up and That's right, that's a little bit, oh shit, just a lot of the tortured life here. My name is Paul Brumbaugh and you're on the edge. Studio line is open, 415-550-0511. The Jeremiah, we got Sam, we got Derek, the Jeremiah, by the way, just wanted to let you know. Jeremiah, Sam, Derek, and of course our buddy Johnny Lowry joining us from the tortured. These guys, how long has it been since you guys have uh, jammed together now? Four months. Four months. Wow, you guys haven't missed a lick at all. I'm telling you right now, you guys sound mighty tasty out there. Uh, everybody's social distancing. We're practicing our social distancing as we're practicing uh, practicing music. There you go. Um, got the tortured hanging out with us for the next couple hours. Hour two, uh, we've got Patrick Carlin calling in with a 420 shout out. And, of course, we've got my buddy, my boy, my partner in crime. Give it up for Brandon Ray, everybody. Go ahead. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah, you, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't I didn't give you any microphone, did oh, I? That was, how rude are you? Yeah, how rude was <laughs> I? But that was that was the most astounding rouse that you've ever had here. That's great. Yeah, that is. Thank you. So, it's good to see you, my friend. Um, good to be hanging out with the tortured. We're going to be doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're going to let them do their thing, but we're going to jump in every once in a while and see what they're serving up for us. <sighs> so uh, how do you get us? How do you get us? You get us organically. You get us organically at mutinyradio.fm. That's right. Go to the mutinyradio.fm and check it out. You can go to the GoFundMe page. That's right. Go fund us at Mutiny Radio at that little button. But how else can you get us organically? You can go ahead and get us. Let me see. You can get us. Well, all roads lead back to paulbrumbaugh.com, but you can get us iOS users. Get us on podcast on iTunes, free. You can also get us, if you're an Android user, on Stitcher, TuneIn, or, I don't know, any of those fucking crazy ones like Podcast, Papa, or any of that shit. Um, but this has been actually a show in the making for, wow, eight years, I think we've been seeing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've known you. Well, I've known you for nine known you for nine and you've been uh with these guys or at least hung out what was the first person you met in this band sam sam so the tortured formed in february 2012 but i've been coming on your show since october 2011 look at that yeah i was just starting to say we've known each other a long time johnny that's cool and and it's kind of like old friends it is and it's kind of wild and it's kind of cool because it's kind of like a hollywood marriage usually friends that our entertainers don't stay friends this long unless they get split up and then brought back together by all fates. So, yeah, <laughs> there yeah, you right? go. It's good to see you guys. 
I'm going to let you do your thing. Um, I just want to talk shit because, you know what, we're leading. Um, we're like the seventh leader of COVID deaths in the, in the entire world. Winning, winning. totally <laughs> winning. Yes, finally, USA won, won, won. Why don't I hear you? Try it again. There we go. There you go. That's kind of you. There you go. But it, so it, it, we're getting all these things. Uh, we have a president in denial. He started finally wearing a mask, but he's in denial. Um, he's caring about those points. Uh, he's losing points against Biden. Um, I already said he's kind of a sacrificial lamb. Biden is. But, you know, we got to put all of our shit into this guy because nobody else is going to do it. Um, although Kanye West has just organized his first presidential uh, 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 like uh, campaign in, like, South Carolina. So there's the problem. If you start voting for people that are – Oh, your mic fell off. Oh, okay? I, can't, I can't keep it up. Uh. Even here in the studio, I have a problem keeping oh, it up. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a erectile dysfunction with my mic. <laughs> All right, here we go. But it's so – it's it just more and more shit. So we got to find one person to put all of our hope into that. I hate to say it. It's another old white guy. Um, but it's better than the alternative. That old white guy. That old orange white guy. So we got to figure this out. Um, people, we're trying to teach you a lesson. You can't get together. Even if you don't live in the same house, you can social distance. You can put your mask on and you can enjoy yourself. That's that's why we're here with uh, – I want to make sure I hear you better, too. Hello. Yes, there we go. You didn't lose me. Hello. No, I didn't lose <laughs> you at all. So I want to make sure you guys do what's right and uh, social distance while I hang out with my friends, old and new. Uh, like I said, studio line's open. Feel free to call. I'm going to pop in a little bit of the music, a little bit of comedy, but a lot of the tortured. Um, I'm going to let them jam out now because I've been talking way too long. Um, also, we're looking for your original content. You could be the next tortured. You could be the next star of the Edge of Insanity. How do you do that? You send your email into the Edge of Insanity Productions email, which is edgeofinsanityproductions at gmail.com. Please send us your said content along with your contact information so we can verify and verify it's actually you turning in your content. Don't turn in your dog or anything like that. Don't send like us that. any Trojan horses. Oh, yeah. No viruses. No viruses, coro uh, Trojan or otherwise. So MP3s, MP4s, and we'll get back to you. Um, let's do this. We're going into a musical break. Um, boys, go ahead. All Serve right, it up. All right, check, check, check. Thank you. 
went to a, a, an adult bookstore in Portland. Have you been ever to an adult bookstore? All right, they have the big whole, whole big wall of dildos like they always have in there. The vibrators and the double dongers and pocket pussies, the whole nine yards. But this is something new I, I hadn't seen before. They had a big rubber fist. Seriously, they had a big $29.95. You can buy a big rubber fist. It was life size because I put my fist right up to it. It matched up, you know? And anytime you can match up anatomically to anything in a smut shop like that, makes you feel pretty proud, even if it is just a fist. But, you know, I could, but I was wondering why. You know, it was funny to me, but still you have to do, why would you, even beyond the fact, why would you be into that? But if you were into that, why would you need a rubber fist? When would your own fist be inadequate? You know, when do you have fist envy? Have you ever been, like, rejected because of the size of your fist? I, when have you had two fists inside of someone and they go, it's not enough. <laughs> I still feel some gaps in there. Do you have another fist you could possibly use? Maybe that's so you can, like, fist someone and still be able to defend yourself in case trouble brews. That's the best I can figure. But I like the smut shops. I'm a huge fan of pornography, <laughs> but like, like the hotel porn is always that like weak, watered down Spice Channel, no penetration porn. You know, it's a kind of bullshit. In Vegas, I worked the Riviera, where they have it's the first place in the states I've seen where they have actual triple X porn on the hotel room. And what you could do, you buy a single movie for eleven ninety five. Or for $17.95, you can buy the big Blocko porn, which is 24 straight hours of porno, noon to noon it runs. And I bought that because I am a spendthrift. And, uh, and I watched, it was like 5 in the afternoon, and I watched as much as was necessary. And, uh, and then I went and I did my shows, and I came back at 4 in the morning, and I went to put it back on. But to turn it back on, you had to go through the same process of ordering it. So I called the front desk to make sure I'm not going to get double charged. And they go, oh, no, once you shut it off, you have to pay to restart it. Well, I bought 24 hours of pornography. Who's going to sit through 24 straight hours of porno without turning it off? I'd be hamburger by the morning. I could have turned a porno lotion into a lather by then. It looked like someone put too much soap in a washing machine all wrapped up around myself. Eight more hours used to do it. Ow! Waste not, want not. Ow! Pastor Sam, I'm killing myself here.
paradise burned on down, down to the ground. Firefighters rush right in, making sacrifice so large. A coward like Donald Trump was left in charge. Why didn't you, 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 call in the National Guard because you're blind and cannot see, not see, not see, got no sympathy, no sympathy, no sympathy.
way that rolls out. Wily e. Coyote, super genius. Wily e. Coyote, super genius. Fuck someone uglier than you every now and then, because that. That's what really makes people happy. It might be base and shallow, but it's true. Nothing makes you feel better than when someone who shouldn't have fucked you did. All the, all the other bullshit goes away. All the names they call you, it doesn't matter. Fucking cut in front of me in traffic, because that girl fucked me. Right? Someone better looking than you has fucked you at some point. You fucking the hot blonde girl up on the riser. I saw you. I sat watching Brody Stevens. And I watched him, and I saw you in the background the whole time. That guy, he gets plenty of good-looking pussy. Leave him and go fuck Brody. <laughs> and then come back. Just say, I'm going to the toilet for 30 minutes, honey. He's not going to ask any questions. He's drinking. Go fuck Brody and come back. You give him a fake name. You don't have to call him or anything. Just fuck him. There, there was a whole bunch. Of, there was a whole bunch of comedy we couldn't pay for, right? And some right. sound effects we don't give a shit about. But the shit we do care about, we don't have to pay them because they're here. They're donating their time. Um, check it out. You can check them out at torturedsf.com. Uh, it's the tortured. Hey Johnny, what do you got for us, dude? A little ska punk song called "Shit Out of Luck." It sounds like my life, brother. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah everybody's right life. COVID time. Yeah, so how are you guys holding up? I want to know how you guys are doing. Your drummer looks like he's ready to go clear out some asbestos or something. Yeah, What's going I mean, on there? It, it's biohazard. He's ready to uh, post-nuclear, post-apocalyptic things. You know. Uh, so I mean, we're doing all right. Uh, Derek and JJ, I believe, are still working. Sam and I are unemployed. But we're getting the checks. And there you go. That's and you're good. getting the money. You're getting the money. That's yeah, good. We at can least pay our rent. We're healthy. I think that's important. Yeah. So how are you guys? G I mean, how does this going to look post-COVID for entertaining, man? Is it going to be tight in bars anymore? I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> you never had a packed bar for you. Just some more musicians that want to go on stage and aren't listening to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're living a comedian's life, guys. The chicken wire, like uh, uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. But you know what? You guys are you're doing, um, I, I don't want to say the Lord's work, but, man, punk and, and ska and all this stuff, really, I, I, I can't stop moving. When you guys are doing this, I'm, like, trying to do the levels, and I'm jumping and moving, and I just want to go out there and start guys. slamming dancing. Yeah, I do, too. And, and it's going to be hard. But um, we're bringing it to you so you don't have to come to us. Um, go give it Mutiny Radio. Um, go the GoFundMe at Mutiny Radio GoFundMe page at MutinyRadio.sf. Um, all right, you guys, let's do this again. Keep going. Cool. All right, shit out of luck. <laughs> Thank you. 
After that, let's do Save Me, because we do need to get kind of recording tone. Wily Coyote. Super Junior. But it just, it just stays the same. Rejection, cut 
year on my birthday, I get all these weird presents. In, like I get all like smut smut shop gifts, like uh, you know fucking gag gifts. Like I like you know, a blow up sheep and a fucking <laughs> penis pump. All these goof gifts, which I laugh. <laughs> but there's only so long shit like that can hang around your apartment before you have to stick your dick in it. I'm sorry. It's kind of like the cat or the VCR taunting you every day. Like. But uh, so this last one was uh, so I, uh, two years ago, actually, because it just hit that wall where I can talk about it and it's not embarrassing anymore. He's, uh, I've got a big rubber fuckhead. Have you been to smut shops? Have you ever seen like the, it's a blowjob machine. It's called a fuck my face. It's like a rubber fuck my face. And it looks like the, you know the mannequin heads, the styrofoam ones that they put wigs on in the fucking 70s? It looks like that. No features or anything, but it had the open mouth and the fuck, the mouth cur like it goes in and then kind of curves up and comes out the back like a Kennedy hole in the back. It's fucking... And you put a vibrating egg. They have, you know, the vibrating eggs they have on a lot of smut toys. It, it's an egg that vibrates on a cord. You can, to make it realistic. That's what it says on the box: a realistic vibrating rubber fuck my face, like vibrating, like a, a, a real vibrating blowjob. You have a fucking epileptic fantasy or something. It, you're in some rape thing where you want to pretend you're scared shitless. You just crank it up real high. Uh, I don't know. It says it on the box. But uh, okay, so here's what happens. As they get in, you can fill it with warm water and all sorts of shit. This is a fucking, like, high dollar item. This is a fucking, they, they love me. Tim Mitchell is the guy who gave it to me. So anyway, so I'm, I go home, I'm drunk, it's my birthday, still no one will fuck me, so it's just me and the rubber fuckhead. And I go back to my hotel room. And I look at it, and it looks at me, and uh, I put on something comfy, it turns on porn. So I go, I'm going to fuck the rubber fuckhead. <laughs> and my dick wouldn't fit in it. <laughs> and it's not my dick. A lot of you have seen it. It's a fucking manufacturing flaw. I have a little dick, but it, like the mouth is like a fucking bottleneck or something. And I'm like, and I'm not like hard like as a rock. I'm not like turgid in anticipation of the rubber fuckhead. It's not like I was like fucking had a woody all the way home. I can't wait to fuck it.
like, uh, you ever laugh while you're going down at somebody? You ever had that happen? All right, good. Well, you will when you see the size of mine. But it's really weird, because they can't hear it, but they can feel it. You know, you're like, oh, come on. And they kind of feel the air go in, and they're like, why'd you do that? Great crowd. Thank you so much. Here live in studio. We're back here live in studio hanging out with the tortured Brandon. How you doing, bud? Good. Uh, you're not loud enough. Now you are, no, though. I'm here. Okay, <laughs> good. All right. Hold the wrong course. You guys keeping uh, uh, hydrated out there? You guys getting oh your yeah, water and your juice? I'm good. Yeah. All right, cool. Again, you guys got to check them out. Do Check out everything they do at torturedsf.com. Um, and when they start going live and they start doing this stuff, you guys got to start releasing videos like uh, like the everybody else's. Everybody's in their room and everybody's on Zoom. Oh, yeah. And you uh -huh. guys are like syncing it up or something. You should try that once in a while. Yeah, I mean, you need real, like, like real I was equipment. saying, good equipment and it's just <laughs> for a full band. But, yeah, I, I would like to do that. Just you need good equipment not to sound all shh. Yeah, like so so if you guys are really muddy and yeah. So if you guys want to donate some money and then overdub audio separately. Oh yeah, there you go. You guys end up having one person playing and then syncing it to that and you just keep sending it to each other like a like a um what did they call it? Like a chain letter. Like the postal yeah. service. Yeah, why am I not getting you, my bud? There we go. No, tap on there for me. Wow, that one sucks. It's dead. It's there, but it's dead. Unplug it and plug it back in for me. I mean, I hear it coming. I hear it too. 
That's there. That sounds there good. That's better. That's hotter. We gotcha. even got some feedback. We even got some feedback. It's the little uh, October ghost on top of it. Yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So check it out. TorturedSF.com. When they uh, start the, the, the Tortured The SF. Tortured SF. Dot com. Sorry. No, nah, it's all good. No. Uh, and we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash the tortured one. That's the numerical one. Right. Not the not the word. Not the word one. Yeah. Gotcha. Spotify. And we're on Spotify and Instagram. Instagram is the period tortured. Right. Kids out there like Instagram. There you go. Yeah, I've got and one we got we got music videos and whatnot. Are you doing any? Have you checked out? Have you put you submitted any of your videos to IGTV, which is kind of like you can actually just post it where all the other stars like you guys are. You know, uh, in my world, it's like the Jimmy Fallon and David Spade and all those guys put it on IGTV, which is Instagram. I but mean, instead yeah, of just we posting it, we you did can actually post. I did post a couple. I did post a couple, but I mean, it didn't really get the hits you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, but you I guys. I mean, it's like YouTube. You really have to plug it. But our uh, music video, the Tortured This Society, has forty-two thousand views now. Wow! Because uh, I put a lot of hard work into that one. Well, and that's um, it, and and you guys so are it's, due. You it's guys about, are due. It's about really like when it comes to YouTube or IGTV, you have to plug it. I mean, if yeah. you don't plug it, nobody cares. You have to annoy people. Right. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know. I'm really good at annoying people. Yeah. <laughs> I really good. <laughs> I had like three beers in one minute. Uh, well, and you guys are all reformed. We were just talking about cannabis, and you guys are all reformed. I've got these beautiful edibles right up here, as you can no. see. Yes, right there. <laughs> From Auntie's Edibles. Check out Auntie's Edibles. That's the 420 shout-outs going out to Auntie. We've got some flavor strips over there, some little sour little gummy tapes. And... <sighs> Uh, looks like I'm the only one that's going to be partaking of that one. All right, guys, here we go. This is uh, Every Day. Every Day by The Tortured. Here we go, guys. Such a sad, sad town. It's bringing me down. San Francisco is where I. Yeah. 
Trying to call you up on the telephone. You thought that it was okay when I was away to fuck someone new every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. I'm gonna be successful. You had your chance. A true romance I'm gonna sit on top of the bay I'll be happy one day playing shows every day every day every day every day every day, every day. yeah rocking out every day 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 Thank you. Question, sir. Just a personal question. Have you ever had sexual harassment at work? Yes. No, no, that's good. No, that's good. He admits it. I think a lot of guys get sexual harassment at work, but they just don't mind it. And so they just kind of let it go. But don't let it go. 
Next time some lady asks you to move a file cabinet, just file it clean, my brother, because she's watching it. She's watching it. <laughs> fight. Fight back. I, uh, I used to have this really creepy, creepy boss who'd always come up to me and say stuff like, I really like it when you wear your hair like that. <laughs> uh, why don't you come in the meeting, take shorthand, cheer up the guys with your pretty face. <laughs> come on, smile for me. You look, you look so much more, uh, more beautiful when you, when you smile. <laughs> You know, like, I go in his office, say stuff like, Nice. I really love the way your gray, curly neck hair <laughs> comes up of the edge of your peach, poly weave, sweat-stained sports shirt. Mm. <laughs> Why don't you come in my cubicle? And tell me more about my partial dental benefits after 90 days. Mm. Come on, smile for me. The fact that I net $6.49 an hour to provide you with the sexual stimulation you're not man enough to get in your personal life is so much more apparent when you smile. bit of my friend Maria Bamford man she's kicking butt man her special Brandon the other day she actually did a special um, where it, all the money went to Black Lives Matter that's good though yes it is um, she did it out of LA she did it on zoom it was a virtual show um, plus an after party where you could hang out with all the people that were there um, all her uh, famous friends and her and plus her fans I mean it was cool it was just like it's like right now we're hanging out in the garage with the tortured, yeah. which is, like, fucking unheard of, man. This is great. This is, like, an exclusive show. Fuck everybody else. If you're <laughs> listening, download this shit. Keep this shit on your hip. But that's what we're doing. Check it out. Um, instead of a doing a, a top-of-the-hour commercial break, I'm just going to listen in and see what the fuck they're doing. Uh, we'll be back after the top of the hour. Don't worry. Around the corner, we got the 420 shout-out with Patrick Carlin, which – of course, he's, he's gonna, gonna want to. Yeah. He's gonna love this. He's gonna wish he was here smoking one. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. Um, the tortured. <laughs>
party when we go put a guard outside. And the road come home, I'm afraid they're gonna have my hide. They all been on the movies a week or two. Come on, running around with the usual crew. Who cares? Come on over, brother! Come on, everybody! Where well, I can be free. Sunny rays, watching the coast fade away, turning tomorrow into today. I guess we'll keep going. Uh, let's do, yeah, you can fuck right off. Run away, ship is sinking down. Just get out of my way. Those like boats of mine can swim with the sharks. The deep dark, a best way you'll be for the rest of time. Yeah, you can fuck right off. You're going down with the ship. I'm so dumb with your shit. Yeah, you can fuck right up. Well, say it I'm living in. It's burning down. Get out my way. Sacred ground. Goodbye, ocean breeze. And the many trees. That's what happens when those railway creed are at large the ones that are left in charge yeah 
Now you can fuck right off. You're going down with the ship. I ain't taking none of your shit. Yeah, you can fuck right off. Yeah, you can fuck right off. Paradise burned on down, down to the ground. The firefighters rush right in, making sacrifice so large. Coward like Donald Trump was left in charge. Why didn't you, 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 calling the National Guard, cause you're blind and cannot see, not see, not see, got no sympathy.
we are back. We are. Wow. Holy shit, guys. Keep drinking water. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Keep it going for the yeah. tortured. We got to give it a 